you are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. Thank you, Amelia, and how's it going, A's fans? Welcome to episode 259 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's show, I am talking about Brian Gorman. If you don't know who he is, he is the crew chief that I apparently know by name now because he is so bad at umpiring. So we got some crappy umpire calls to get into. The A's won the game, so we're going to talk about that very briefly. And then I'm also continuing my conversation from yesterday with Ulysses Sambrano of Locked On Rays. Uh, he's one of my favorite people, and I thought that the conversation was just fun and informative and light and goofy and whatnot. And uh, you don't get that very often between two competitive, uh, you know, pod franchises. So uh, I-, I wanted you guys to hear as much of that as possible. But before I get into anything, though, I want to tell you guys about today's sponsor, and that is rockauto.com. They have amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you also while you're doing that on your phone or mobile device or computer or whatever uh, make sure to follow us on social media at locked on A's on twitter and instagram i am at by jason b on twitter and in the locker room app and if you have any questions for us please send those to locked on athletics at gmail.com so let's get into last night's game just real quick. The A's won two to one. Great. That they should have won three to one. We'll get into that here in a second. Uh, Shamanaya has looked fantastic this season. He didn't have a great first start against the Astros, but you know who did? Uh, he went five innings pitched, gave up four hits, one run, two walks, six strikeouts. Basically, if you listen to yesterday's uh, podcast, I gave a little bold prediction that he would rebound against the Rays in his first start against them since the 2019 wildcard game. I said six innings and like five hits and one run and seven Ks. So I was off by one in a couple, but I got that all-important one earned run, and I'm very happy about that. He now has a 283 ERA on the season, which is great. Uh, he has been looking fantastic. Here's some stats. Uh, in his first start, he went four and two-thirds, gave up five runs. Not great. Since then, he has allowed two runs once over six innings, and that was the start against the Tigers. But in every other start, he's allowed one or zero runs. That's three starts, one or zero runs coming against Houston, playoff team last year. Minnesota, playoff team last year. Tampa Bay, went to the World Series last year, you guys. So he's doing it against very good competition and... Has he turned a corner? I don't know. Is he on a hot streak? I don't know. We're going to find out at some point. I'll have to do some some digging into what his metrics are. But uh, yeah, he's looking really good. And I can't be more happy for him because uh, he's one of my favorites. So uh, on the other side of that coin, Rich Hill, he looked good, but Mania was better. He went six innings, gave up two hits, two runs because Sean Murphy, uh, he's the best. Uh, he also struck out 10. Uh, Sean Murphy, who is the best, he made two defensive plays. He nabbed a runner at second. I believe that was Joey Wendell. So take that Joey, former Oakland A's great. And then uh, he also had a nice turn and throw on a bunt, I believe. Uh, I was listening to it on the radio and doing a bunch of other things. Um, but I, I believe it was on a bunt, turn and throw, made a fantastic play. 
Um, so yeah, he had two amazing defensive plays. If he's healthy enough and if he's playing enough, should get a gold glove this season. And if he can pick it up with the bat a little bit, which he did hit a two home, two run home run, uh, barely, but he hit it. He got the, the credit for two RBI on the game. And those were the game winners. If he can do like enough, he, he's going to be an all-star this year. You guys get ready for uh, Sean Murphy all-star season. I'm very excited. Uh, I mean, I, I tweeted out MVP, but you know, whatever. I'll take an all-star appearance from Sean Murphy in his second full season. So, uh, yeah, that's basically what happened in the game. I also wanted to mention Yandy Diaz real quick, because if you remember the 2019 wild card game, he went, uh, he, he took Sean out deep twice and that was not fun. I got to that game just like one batter late. I was sitting down in my seat for that game and Yandy Diaz adjusted a home run as I was doing that. And I was like, well, this stinks. I didn't even get to sit down and enjoy it. Traffic was so not fun. We were like circling the Coliseum for an hour before we could get into park. So uh, that was that game. And in and, and this game, though, Yandy Diaz went 0 for 2 with a walk and a strikeout against Shamanaya. So revenge game. I think that he he made his point against Yandy Diaz today. And I'm all here for it. Good job, Shamanaya. But the big play of the game that everybody's talking about is the play at home where there was a misplay in the field. Uh, there was two outs. Elvis Andrews on first and sky high pop-up sky so high from uh, Tony Kemp and Elvis Andrews, you know, as you do, you run it out just in case it falls, especially in, uh, in Tampa Bay, you want to run it out just in case that ball falls, which is what he did. And then the ball fell and then he was called out at home, even though his hand slid almost entirely across the plate before he was tagged, but he was called out anyway. And, you know, that, that happens. You just go to replay and replay fixes it. But then sometimes they send it to New York and New York just doesn't give a crap about the A's. I, I feel like there's a conspiracy brewing and I'll get into that at some point. I need to put my thoughts together and maybe make it an entire episode on why there's a big league con conspiracy against the A's because I think that that would be a lot of fun. And uh, also not terribly far-fetched, but I want to make it a decent case as opposed to having too much fun with it. But uh, yeah, back to this game. So went to New York. New York's like, no, he was totally out because the call on the field was out and we don't have eyes that can tell us things that aren't the original call when the A's are involved. So that was weird. Um, yeah. And everybody, Ray Fossey was legitimately pissed on the radio. It was so funny. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Listen to the radio. Sometimes you guys, it is, uh, one, a few pitches ahead of the TV, which is why I do it. And also, uh, I love hearing Ray Fossey just get angry about things. They were, uh, also talking about Madison Bumgarner's, uh, seven inning, no hitter and, why Ray Fossey thought that it was okay, but Vince Catroni was like, I'm not getting into it with you, Ray. And uh, that was my favorite part of the entire day. <laughs> but let's get back into why Brian Gorman uh, is getting my wrath. If you remember, if you were listening to the podcast a couple weeks ago, when the A's were still losing a bunch of games, uh, they were playing the Dodgers and Steven Scotty hit a ball down the left field line and definitely hooked foul. But Brian Gorman was the, he's the crew chief, which is why I'm, you know, directing my anger at Brian Gorman. And that's why I know his name is because of this game that I'm about to tell you about. He was on third base for this one and there's the ball down the line. So it's down the third base line. He has the, the line at it and he just kind of like turned around and didn't make a motion fair or foul or home run or not. And Stephen Biscotti rounded the entire bases, got into the dugout. And then they were like, 
that wasn't a home run, was it? Was that a home run? And then they were like, no, go finish your at bat. And then he like grounded out or struck out or whatever. Um, and so Brian Gorman cannot be bothered to do his job when the A's are on the field. And this umpiring crew was there for that entire one and six start to the A season. And they almost cost the, the A's another game today by not doing their jobs on the field yet again. So I really don't like this umpiring crew. And it's just ridiculous. And I, I did the... If, you're, if you came here for the Macho Man impression, uh, doing it for the video that I did for Twitter uh, hurt my voice, and <laughs> I don't know want to try it again. <laughs> but if you want to hear me do my Brian Gorman impression, calling him, or my, uh, my Macho Man impression, calling out Brian Gorman, it is in my Twitter feed, or in the uh, Locked On A's Twitter feed, so check it out. I had a lot of fun doing it. Maybe once I work on my vocal cords and maybe have some tea or something, I'll do some more, but... Yeah, it was just ridiculous. I don't know how this man has a job. He's not good at the one that he has. Um, and I think that fundamentally, Major League Baseball needs to change replays because if they're not getting it right, it feels like most of the time on replay, then what's the point of having the replay in the first place? It, it feels like the fix is in every time the A's go to replay. It, nothing ever comes back in favor of the A's. The A's never get that extra run or you know, the, the safe on second base or third base or whatever, they never get that. It's if the other team goes to replay, then obviously it's an out for the A's and that's just not fun, but it feels like the fix is in no matter what happens when it goes to New York against Oakland. And I don't understand that. I cannot explain it uh, in a more clear terms. It maybe it's just a feel and I don't remember the good times, but I watch a lot of baseball and I think that I'd remember like a couple and I think there have been a couple in the last last year. I, I believe I was tweeting out all of the replay reviews. I was like, wow, they, they got a couple. That was fun. But it was a joke at that point because so many had gone against the A's, even though the clear evidence said no. And there needs to be better oversight. We at least need to know who's making these calls in New York. That's what I want to know. Who's making these calls? I can do it from here in California because sometimes they get really tired for these West Coast games. And But this one was on the East Coast, so they don't have any excuses. But I could see that being an excuse, but it's not. What I want them to do is set up one in like Los Angeles or San Francisco or wherever their other office is on the West Coast. Set one up on the West Coast. Set one up on the East Coast. Maybe not in New York because New York uh, is a little bit biased, don't you think? Uh, do it in like Atlanta. That'd be fine. Um, get it just perception-wise. It looks terrible. And I know that the Yankee uh, Aaron Boone lost his freaking mind at some, at some point too. I assumed that Angel Hernandez was the ump in that game, but the umpiring this season has not been good. And all of the other locked on hosts were also saying, yeah, this is ridiculous. I don't know. Buster only chimed in as like, what, what is going on with this? There. I know that there's, you know, they're using rosin and, you know, whatever mixtures that they're using to get better spin rates and uh, the shift and all that stuff. But if we can't even trust balls and strikes or, you know, outs on the base paths, what can we trust? You got to fix that first, Rob, Rob Banfred. Uh, so that that's just really where I'm at right now. Uh, I know the A's won, and that's what I'm happy about. But there are bigger looming things that I don't think that we talk about enough, especially me. I, I like to have fun, and I don't like getting into the heavy, heavy. But this is a heavy, heavy. And uh, I, I think that Rob Madden needs to fix a lot of things before we start focusing on, you know, robo umps and all that stuff. Um, I mean, as an A's fan, I would like robo umps because I've seen Justin Verlander strike zone in the playoffs, and it 
infuriates me. But uh, <laughs> that's that's my main argument for RoboOMS. I know that uh, they're supposed to work that stuff out. But uh, anyways, I think that I've rambled and ranted enough on this topic. So coming up, I'm talking with Ulysses Sambrano. Uh, it's just basically continuing our, our conversation from where it left off yesterday. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy that. So stay locked in with Locked On A's and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most creative designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy to her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from, from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only on BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only on BlueNile.com. Today's episode is also brought to you guys by RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box and let them know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com this year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft from April 29th through May 1st. And now the continuation of my talk with Ulysses Sambrano of Locked On Rays. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's yeah. actually Chapman's interesting because he'll get there. He's been the opposite. Right. Well, also, it's been, been the opposite of Chapman. He yeah. has been actually hitting the heck out of the ball. You, you mentioned Lowry. You, uh, Mark Hanna also mm -hmm. has been hitting the ball. So, like, is that who is leading the offensive charge with the green and gold? Those three guys? For the most part, yeah. Uh, th those are the three hottest guys. And then every now and then some other guys will get on base and uh, they drive them in. Uh, Sean Murphy is also struggling so far. Uh, Elvis mm. Andrews, up until today, looked like he had been turning the page a little bit. Yesterday, he had his first, or Saturday, let's say, as people are listening to this, uh, he had his first multi-hit game uh, of the season. So, you know, he's not a doubles hitter. He's not a home run hitter. If he can get on base at like a 310 clip, I'm okay with that from Elvis Andrews. Currently, right. I, I mean, as of going into Friday's game, I think he had like a 200 OBP. So uh, okay. need to improve that a little bit, but I think that he <laughs> will get there eventually. It's just a matter of catching up to those fastballs. You know, uh, 
just this is completely shallow speaking, but I, I the first time I saw him wearing green and gold, it was it was odd because, you know, when a guy has been wearing certain uh, color scheme mm-hmm. for a decade, you kind of are used to that. You know, it's just odd. But the second time I saw him, I was like, you know what? He does look good in green and gold. I, I, I don't know if that's the same because, you know, interdivisional rivalries, you see things with a different kind of perspective. But from the AL East, looking at the AL West, I do like Elvis Andrews wearing the green and gold. Everybody looks good in green and gold. It, it's like a <laughs> very low-key secret, but everybody looks good in these colors. It's ridiculous. Um, I mean, once they upgrade their facilities, everybody's going to want to play here and then just get like modeling contracts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm also a fan of green and gold because University of South Florida is green and gold. So I, I can't hate on the green and gold. You are Wait, right. They have Those gold are, too? Are really I thought good. that it was like a silver type thing. No, no. Green and gold. Green and gold. Okay. No, okay. Yeah. Make your notes. Make your notes for, for, for the next crossover there. <laughs> uh, no, but really, uh, it's, 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 it's really intriguing. This four game series. And I know that, you know, this actually is going to bleed into next week uh, as well because the Rays are playing them in May, but in Oakland Coliseum. Yeah. I, I think May seventh to May 9th. Is it the following weekend? Is that the math? I'm not sure. Yeah, it, no, it's like one or two month. series after. Yeah, two series after. Sorry. Yeah, two series after. Yeah, it's crazy it, because the Rays have to then face the Trash Tros uh, at the Trop, and then Anaheim, and then Oakland. Yeah. So yeah, okay. two series. Yeah. Just facing all of the West teams. Good times. I know that yeah, they get gonna... Baltimore again after this. So I was like, I mean, if they somehow swept the, the Rays, which was not going to happen, then, you know, they, they could, they'd be on fire by that point. They could take the, uh, oh, I think that we got the Blue Jays after, uh, after the Orioles. Um, oh, look at that. Look up. Uh, but yeah, I'm like, eh, they could potentially get to Moneyball era. They, it didn't happen. Yeah. Because John Means is a freaking beast out there. I don't like him. Um, I don't know that I'd want to trade for him either, though, because he's not like okay. that ace with playoff savvy. Uh, I'd, I'd like him, but not the A's have guys like this. And when they're at their best, then, you know, they can be John Means. Um, yeah, it's just a matter of that they need that shutdown guy. They can put up a zero for Whoa. seven innings. 13 wins is not something to, to scoff at either. And I, I know that you feel the, the pain of being a small market team, but yeah. you know, if this were the Dodgers, uh, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cardinals, maybe I'm missing a team here. Uh, maybe Cubs. people can, can, can tweet at us. Yeah. The Cubs, this would have been a national phenomenon right here. 13 wins in a row. Like it would have been all over the place, but because it's the A's, then, you know, they, they get a bottom article at ESPN, which is a shame because that was a tremendous streak right there. And especially with how they started and stuff. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I've mentioned it. I, I don't pay attention to the standings this early in the season, except for like, Hey, we're right. the Astros because hopefully they're very <laughs> far behind us. Um, but generally I'm like, if they're in first right now, cool, whatever they yeah. went in 2012, didn't have a single day in first place until the final day of the season. And that's all you need. Just the last day of the year. That's all. Yes. But, you know, obviously you pay a little bit more attention around the all-star break and then like, Oh, okay. What moves can we make to get there? And blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the only reason that I've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast or, you know, on social media is because they started zero and six, they were one and seven. And now they are in first place, have the best record in the American league. And it is ridiculous. It's, yeah. it's we haven't played one month yet. 
this is yeah. an insane turnaround. Well, and I, they're somewhere in the middle. I don't know where, but they're somewhere in the middle. And hopefully it's like another 97 ish win season. And then yeah. uh, everybody that keeps projecting them for like 78 wins will fix their stuff. I don't know that you guys get yeah, that the too. I, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand the projections either, but I mean, they were, they were giving uh, the, the Red Sox, uh, some projections were giving them like the third spot in the AL East. Are you kidding me? Like you can't look the Red Sox. I know they're in first place right now and they're doing good things right now. They, but you can out slug 162 games in a season. Mm-hmm. You can't, you've got to have some type of pitching. So mm-hmm. the projections I, I'm with you. I think there's sometimes they're off the A's. Look, every time it seems every year the, the the A's have a negative record on May 31st and on September 30th, guess what? They're going to the playoffs. <laughs> so like I'm with you. I don't look at I don't look at standings until like August 1st. I really I don't really care about standings right now. Hey, it's me again. Ulysses' next words are what I care about. And uh, he has a favor to ask of A's fans coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But I do want to tell you guys about one more sponsor, and that is betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action at BetOnline. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC or MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. I know it's early. We don't talk about playoffs. Me and Ulysses were just talking about we don't talk about playoffs yet, but this is the time if you want to place a bet to place a bet on your team going to the playoffs. If you if you think that the Red Sox are for some reason for real, this is when you want to place a bet on them because nobody else does. And you can probably get some decent odds on that. So head on over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. And that is why everybody's saying that bet online are your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Still waiting for my uh, for my invite, Peter Bukowski. Uh, he, he does like to talk about the Padres a lot, though. So uh, good friend of the uh, podcast, Javier Reyes, is always on the show. But host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And before I send it back to my conversation with Ulysses, uh, make sure to follow this podcast wherever you like hearing podcasts. Uh, also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter and in the Locker Room app. And if you have any questions for us, I'll probably be doing a mailbag episode before too, too long. So uh, get your questions in and I'll get those answered, obviously, uh, on a future show. Probably next week is what I'm going to go for. Uh, so send me in your questions at LockedOnAthletics at Gmail. Or you can tweet them to us. You can DM them. However you want to get them to me, just make sure that I see them. Then I'll reply and be like, yeah, I see this. I will talk about this. And then that's how that goes. That's a, it'll be fun. (laughs) So anyways, here is the rest of my conversation with Ulysses Sambrano. He's going to be asking you guys for a favor. So make sure to reach out to him at Sambrano Ulysses on Twitter. It's a -A S-A-M-B-R-A-N-O Ulysses. Uh, So yeah, uh, reach out to him and give him answers to the question that he's about to ask. Here it is. Here's his question. 
what I care about is that the fact that Tropicana Field has a rule against no bags. If you're going to the stadium, no bags, no food from the outside, only a sealed water bottle, right? I am going to the game against the Houston Astros on Saturday. So Ooh. I have a mission. You can be my brain tank here. How, with that no bag policy, mm-hmm. how can I get away with bringing a trash can in to bang during the game? I, I need thoughts here. Well, it's not a bag. So I think that you're good. Maybe no <laughs> lid. Um, no lid, Because yeah. the lid could be, I mean, obviously they like lids for water, but as a trash can, um, it might be a, a weapon if you had a lid. So okay, okay, yeah. How big of inflatable? Are you like a full-fledged trash can? Ooh, inflatable! Right, that's all I got. That's but it wouldn't make I any got. noise. Yeah, um, which is the downside. You could, yeah. Maybe with like aluminum foil, <laughs> you could wrap oh. it before the season started <laughs> or before the game started. Yeah, yeah. It did make some just... noise, just like that weird <laughs> paper thing. <laughs> I need something. I, 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 look, I think I, I want to be the guinea pig out there to be the guy that, that has something. I don't know how it's going to work, but if you've got any ideas and look, locked on ACE fans, look, I think we can all appreciate this effort. So uh, you can tweet at me at Sembrano Ulysses. If you have any ideas on how to uh, bring a, a, a trash can type thing, because I, I need to do this for, for baseball. I need oh, to. Uh, I mean, for the good of the game, you got to grow yes. the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, they, they suck. I hate them. <laughs> Same, buddy. Same. <laughs> so uh, I got a couple of things that I want to talk about. One of them is my shirt. Um, Randy Rosarena, yes. he lit baseball on fire. He became everybody's favorite player for about three weeks in October of last year. How's, it, how's he yeah. looking? He's, he's good. Uh, he's not... October Randy he's actually more the 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 regular season Randy which was still pretty good uh, he's right now hitting 278 with a 337 on base and a 430 slugging so a six a 70 a 768 OPS so you know you want to be what close you expect, to 800 but, but you know uh, the stats otherwise are good you throw in a couple of home yeah. runs he's fine Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, he's got three home runs so far, 10 rubies. Um, I would like the strikeouts to, to decrease a little. I mean, he's, he's approaching 35%, 36% uh, strikeout rate, uh, you know, in what is that 80 at bats? He's got 30 strikeouts. Yikes. So, That's yeah. So if he doesn't hit it, which by the way, I mean, he does hit with a 280 average. That's a solid bat. But the, the the strikeout rate. So if you're an Oakland A's guy, if you didn't strike out Randy Rosarena, you got hurt by Randy. It's either you struck him, you struck him out, or he hurt you. That's that basically was the it. key for the A's at, at the beginning of this entire streak was uh, the two games that they won against the Astros to start the streak. They, I think that uh, Jordan Alvarez went like 0 for eight with like seven Ks. I'm like, yeah, you keep Jordan Alvarez down you have a really good shot because yes. the rest of the guys they're okay, but they're, they're not as scary yeah. as Jordan Alvarez. And then when they right. faced the Detroit Tigers, Akil Badu had been just on fire and yeah. they made him what look foolish story. on Thursday and Friday. And with a lefty on the mound on that Saturday game, they were like, we're going to sit Akil Badu. That's how foolish they made him look. I think that it was like wow. 0 for 7 with 6Ks or 5Ks. It was a bunch. It was another 0 for, and then they did it again on Sunday when he was back in the lineup. So 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think they just got to attack whoever the best hitter is on the other team, strike them out a whole bunch, and then make them get benched. And then they have a better shot at winning games. Uh, <laughs> well, so we'll see a lot of matchups because it's a four game yeah. series, at least yeah. at the Trop. So you're going to see a lot of Randy out there. Uh, I. <sighs> The defense has been good for him, but sometimes he does look a little clunky out there. Okay. You know, uh, not Tommy Pham clunkiness, but <laughs> enough that you're like, oh, okay. But he he will make this spectacular catch, and you're like, how is he Superman? Like, where is his cape? Uh, but sometimes he does look a little bit clunky. But yeah, that that's the thing. If you didn't strike him out, he hurt you. And if and 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 that's it. It's it's very it's a binary thing with with Randy. So with the Rays, is Randy the guy, like the Akil Badu or the Jordan Alvarez, is he the guy that the A's need to take out? Or is it uh, Austin uh, Meadows? Is he doing well? He he was rebounding for a little bit there. I don't know how he's done overall, but he had a nice little yeah. hot streak for a second. He did, and, and he's actually had the, the power stroke again back, which which is nice because he, he was missing definitely the long ball last year. Um, he already has four bombs, so he's leading the team there. But no, it actually isn't Randy. It's 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 the guy. It's it's the prototypical Rays player. It's a prototypical. Can I say A's player too? Is the it guy Milo? that can do Joey Wendell? No, you cannot say Joey Wendell on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that coming, didn't you? I did. It's I was Joey. like, it's either Brandon Lowe or uh, Joey Wendell. It's one of those two guys. <laughs> it's Joey Wendell. My good look. If they're if the All Star game is tomorrow. And we only need one position player. It's Joey Wendell. I mean, he has been crazy. Look, look at this slash line right now. 324, 347, 549 slugging. He has an OPS of 896 with three home runs. By the way, you need, oh, you need a guy on, on third? Get him a third. You need a guy at shortstop? Get him a shortstop. Oh, we don't have a second baseman, Jason. Put him at second base. Well, what about the, the the left field or right field? We need a guy there. Put Joey freaking Wendell. I mean, he is just. <laughs> I'm loving Joey Wendell right now. I I I, I save money to buy jerseys because they're incredibly expensive. Guess what? If you're going to have a, a jersey, it's a shame that Joey Wendell has been in the team for three, four years now. Because I, if I could go back in time, I would get a Joey Wendell shirt in 2018. Because this guy is just something special, man. He, he's really good at contact he he was fantastic in the playoffs i remember watching him and be like this guy's good um <laughs> i what was that the trade that the did the a's get jonah heim for him i think that that was that yes. trade okay correct i believe that, so that yeah. worked out all right we'll see they yeah, got elvis andrews as doing? part of that yeah. deal so yeah yeah that's true that's true no no he's <laughs> he's been doing great this this year let's see how long he can, can he can do that for that type of production because it's 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 pretty gaudy right now, and with the defensive um, help that that he can give you, I mean, he's just an all around best player. Like this is the guy that's going to hurt you right now if you're an Oakland A's pitcher. You got to highlight Joey Wendell. Um, he he'll be there against lefties and righties. Uh, so really, th this is the guy that that you want to highlight on the on the lineup card. All right, that is where we are calling it for today. I still have 30 minutes of audio with Ulysses. Uh, I'm going to try and trim that down a little bit or just release the entire thing as a bonus episode uh, because I, there's other things to talk about too besides this series that will be uh, two games in by the time I get to more of this audio. So uh, yeah, I'll probably just do a bonus episode that drops also on Tuesday or Wednesday and just have fun because it's just fun baseball conversation at this point. We've kind of gone over the series a decent amount on Monday and now we're just uh, we're freewheeling and sometimes 
you pick up on guys like Joey Wendell. Uh, but that is it for today. Um, I am vaguely aware that I am approaching episode 341 episodes as I record now, which is roughly a month and a half, I believe. Um, so if you have any, maybe it's two months. Um, if you have any ideas of like a guest that you want me to go try and get, make sure to DM me or reach out to me on Twitter at either by Jason B or locked on A's and, uh, give me some ideas. Cause, uh, I, I want to make it special as opposed to being, you know, like the quarantine birthdays. Uh, I don't want to have a quarantine podcast. I, I want to have like the, the going out and celebrating and interviewing whoever the hell you guys want me to talk about or talk to. So, uh, yeah, let, give me some suggestions and then I'll start uh, pulling some strings, see what I can make happen. So uh, let me know those at either Locked On A's on Twitter or by Jason B on Twitter, and uh, I'll, I'll get that going as well. But that is it for me today, you guys. So until tomorrow, stay indoors and celebrate good times, Oakland. Keep wearing those masks, and I will talk at you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.